Welcome to Here's Something, a conversational podcast between two dingus boys, myself, Josh, and my good, good buddy, Jeremy. So anyway, JB, here's something. Yeah. Are you familiar with Slightly Mad Studios? No. <laughs> cool. Well, they're coming out with a new console, and they're really? calling it the Madbox, yes. It's a, it's the studio behind uh, Project Cars. Uh, yeah, you had okay. to have heard of that one. Yeah, I've heard of it, but I don't really know it yeah. too well. But okay, you and the rest. It's a of car. It's a car game. It's a car game. It was pretty hyped. It was in. I want to say it was in early access for a long time, and it got like pretty good reviews when it came out. But it's a uh, game about cars. It, there, it wasn't like Star Citizen. It wasn't like hugely successful or anything. So I don't know what this, where this company is getting its money. They say they have a bunch. That's of what investors. I was going to ask. Do they have other games? Or is it just like Ugh, probably? <laughs> this is my game. <laughs> they don't they don't have anything like like I said, like Grand Theft Auto Five or Star Citizen where they're just like printing money, but somehow they, they've lined up investors because they're launching their own game console called the Madbox and they've released uh concept art on the design today. Do they know what games they're gonna no, but <laughs> no, I'm sure we'll figure that out. <laughs> well, nothing's announced because it's a next generation console. Nobody's announcing next gen uh, games right now. Yeah, but if you're gonna make a new console, like you're right, you, you need showstoppers. Yeah, but this is sort know. of antithetical to that because, according to uh, let's see, slightly mad studios founder and CEO Ian Bell, um, it, they want the platform to be open to everyone. To the point where developers will be given a full engine to develop games on it for free. And what this means is that they don't, they're not going to have any exclusives. They want every game that comes to their system to be available on all systems. They want it to be mm. like super easy to port games over to them. I well, it's almost going to be a PC then. Like yes. I said, they put an OS and if, on it. If you look, if you look at the uh, the concept art, it looks like just a very weird PC to the point it yeah. even has two cooler fans on the front of it, and it stands yes, up like a PC it, tower. Uh, how do you know there's cool? They blurred them out. <laughs> <laughs> they did not blur them out. <laughs> no, they did. In one of them. <laughs> Why they? Okay. We blurred the internals as we're still in discussion. Oh, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, it looks like it. Also, looks like they're planning on like doing water pipe. It looks cooling. like water cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I threw water like water pipe in there. They're planning well, on doing like a blob of water bag, water bag cooling. <laughs> They're planning on doing tobacco pipe cooling <laughs> and water bomb that's, cooling. It's just no, you can't hold a bomb. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's illegal. <laughs> um, Not if you use it for tobacco, sir. Like, what are they blurring out? You couldn't see anything, anyways. No, I think it's just uh, it's just a pair of titties in there. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, it's t- <laughs> it's female. It's female nipples. They're thinking of using male nipples so they don't have to blur the concept art. Yeah, but you could tell because of the hair. It's female nipple cooled, and it's got two yeah. front front facing uh, CPU cooler fans. Uh, no, uh, they even said like uh, this is a very loud and, and just outrageous design, and it's probably going to be toned down for production. Which no duh, because I don't want to buy that ugly fucking thing. <laughs> I really, little... I really do not like the design. I give it. They want it to be in the shape of an M. Yeah, you know, that's a little it, silly. It looks, it looks terrible. I like I like the the if those are lights. On yeah, it, that like neon trim around the edge. That looks pretty cool. Get I rid think of that the should M. stay. Yeah, just get make rid of it. The M just shape. make it a, an um, oval. Yeah, just make it like in the shape of a or PlayStation Four, and just make it better, and then just call it a, <laughs> a PlayStation Five. Or flatten the top so I can put stuff on top of it. Right, like my PlayStation Five. Like my 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 beer, my dick. Um, 
Hmm. Maybe that's maybe that's why it's got such a <laughs> deep why groove in the top. That deep, that deep cut. <laughs> okay, I'm back on board. You've won me over, Madbox. <laughs> it's to support my wiener. Okay, look. Even uh, okay. To answer your question earlier, he says in this tweet, just for you guys, we blurred the internals as we're still in discussion. Because you know you know how the internet's going to pick apart like every little Yeah, no, I know. Oh, this looks like a GTX, blah, blah, blah. So I was looking at. Yeah, according to his quote, yes, it's a very loud design. One bell himself says will probably be toned down before release. It's also supposed to be a lot smaller than it looks. Bell says it will even have a switch to deploy a handle design to make it easy to carry. Because, I mean, as we all know, people love taking their consoles places. Especially expensive ones. Because they're saying this thing's going to be like... Uh, f- like 4K, of course, all the new ones yeah. are gonna be. But they're shooting for VR games at 120 frames per second. That's gotta be a pretty fucking powerful computer, then. Really? Like CPU wise and GPU wise, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've got PSVR and that thing's pretty good at hitting like a stable 60, but or 90, I think is required for yeah. VR. But I mean, those games are graphically toned down, so I mean, it's possible. So if I say something is literally mad, mm-hmm. right. doesn't that usually mean angry? <laughs> <laughs> no, it usually means Johnny Depp in an Alice in Wonderland role. Oh, okay. That's what I thought of. They should just get. They should put him on the side of the box. Yeah, like Johnny Depp is a, a mad. Actually, hatter. him. They clone him, and he comes with each one. It's not a picture. <laughs> and then just if they want to mark like Crossman, just change his name to, to Maddie Maddie Map. Maddie Map. <laughs> Mighty map. For some reason, he's doing the Jack Sparrow voice. That's my Johnny Depp impersonation. It was spot on. I thought he was in the call for a second. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, how'd you get in here? How'd you get in here? I will say, I do like their one box solution. That seems very forward thinking of them. Because they have a quote. It says, we think the industry is a little too much of a monopoly or a micro oligopoly. Uh, we think co- competition is healthy, and we have the required hardware contacts to be able to bring something epic to fruition based on our designs. But it's not like hmm, I don't feel like they're going to be able to like solve that situation just by themselves. No, so I, I don't understand what they're doing. Uh, they're trying to bring PC gaming to the console market. Is what? It, yeah. Just a precursory glance at this is what it looks like. Because PC market's pretty open, yeah. and and um. The homogenization of like the game architecture design, uh, game console architecture, uh, with this last generation has made porting pretty simple for developers. Like uh, if if you get down to the nuts and bolts of it, a PC and an Xbox. I mean, yeah, a PC and Xbox One and a, and a PS4 aren't too dissimilar to developers, you know. And they're yeah. shooting for like even more like uh, not equality. Yeah, like I guess like equality when it comes to that stuff. Like they, I, I read in another article he quoted. Uh, porting your games to any any of the consoles and PC just requires like flipping a a, a switch at the end. So that's all I want. They want they want to make it so it's easy to to port. Right. They're just trying that's to basic. make like gaming equality, like across all, like one system to play okay. all games, which will never yeah. work because of the way the games market is. Yeah, Sony but they could at least Sony... set the field for it. I yeah. see what they're doing. I see but, what they're doing. It makes sense now. But realistically. I don't think they're going for like 100%. Because it's Sony, impossible. Yeah, the console market was dominated by Sony's first party studio games. There's, yeah. there's no way they're going to give that up. Well, they would so, have, I mean, if they truly wanted to do like one console gaming, we're like two generations away from it. PS5 and Xbox One would have to lose like significantly in console sales to this thing. Yeah. And then the next generation of consoles would have to fail. 
and that would make Sony and Xbox become software developers instead of console makers. And yeah, then like, maybe yeah, they become would... like Sega. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you still have Nintendo. Nintendo loves their stuff. Nintendo is dangerous it. to crossing that threshold themselves. If they'd have had think... another flop after the Wii U, I think they'd have been forced to just license out their IPs and, and just become software developers. I mean, maybe, but I don't think they're going to do it now. No, definitely not now. Not with the success of the Switch. Yeah. The success of the Wii uh, afforded them a lot of leeway when it came to the Wii U. Yeah. But I mean, two two bombs in a row would have would have that have been a nail in the coffin for hardware. Yeah, no, that's cool. I I think it's neat. Um, if they're gonna be able to pull it off, I don't know. Um, I feel like the price is gonna be so high, and and if you make the price of something so high, then you, you only have the elite people can get into it, and it's just, mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of kills it. Um, well, that's that's why the PS3 uh, dragged behind the Xbox 360. Well, two reasons. Uh, 360 came out a year before the PS3 did, almost a year, and it was a hundred dollars yeah. cheaper, hundred to two hundred dollars cheaper, actually, I think. Yeah, and well, so the yeah, stuff they're talking about. Right I mean, price. you're talking about like fifteen hundred. I don't think it'll be that high. There's no way they could expect to sell like a any thousand. units. Yeah, it's gonna be a thousand at least. They gotta shoot six hundred is like the top of console. I don't think they'll hit six hundred. Not what they want, unless like not, when is this coming out? Unless they're building this with a bunch of like. <laughs> Like secondhand GPUs after the Bitcoin bust, <laughs> yeah, maybe. The Bitcoin thing. <laughs> they, they say in twenty twenty. Uh, I don't know. I don't even think they've they've shot for like a year yet. New console, next generation consoles are expected to start dropping in twenty twenty. We're gonna start hearing releases. I mean, uh, not releases, but uh, announcements. We call it like yeah, announcements on new consoles uh, sometime, probably mid to late this year. I don't know. Yeah. If they if they'd want to beat the consoles. They would have to come out first, and then they can make their own their own price. Yeah, but if, if they expect to come out the around the same time, time after, nah, after would be horrible. They would have to undercut them to get any sort of foothold. I don't get me wrong; I do like that somebody's going, or at least trying to go toe to toe with the two big boys. Yeah, well, Soldier Boy tried. Well, and and spectacularly <laughs> succeeded in my eyes. But <laughs> there's been talk of other companies doing this for years. Like Amazon started hiring a bunch of game developers, and people thought they were going to try and release a box. Uh, Apple's been flirting with the idea for years, but never actually got past the R and D stages. You know, I think it's really hard to get into that game, though. It is. Really... It is because really, Sony and Xbox are in their own different court, and Nintendo's off doing their own thing. Yeah. So if anything, someone should go toe to toe with Nintendo, but. They'd lose that battle anyway. I take that back because they're good. Exactly, they've got Mario to contend with. Only only thing I could see is if Disney came out with a console. That might be the only IP that uh, uh, catalog that can that could stand to go toe to toe. Yeah, but Mario games are famously good. I I can't think of any good Mickey games. Yeah, man. If Disney did it, no. But even think Disney owns so much shit. Yeah, Marvel. Star Wars, Star Wars. Uh, so, man, yeah, I didn't think about that. Disney, yeah, Disney could. You know, the more I think about it, the more it makes sense. Actually, yeah. Disney, Disney could actually. If they came out with a Switch-like device. They could probably take a good piece of market share away from uh, Nintendo. They would. Yeah. They would need killer games for it, though. Oh yeah, but they probably could. I mean, they're not doing anything with movies. They're just reputting shit out. So no, but they kind of they've they've dipped their toe into video games. And they, they, they got back out of it. They're back to just selling their IPs mm. instead of uh, developing games internally. 
because those Disney Infinity games were developed internally, and um, they they shut down those studios, and and they have, they haven't announced any replacements for them. So, well, Kingdom Hearts is Square Enix, huh? Yeah, that's Square Enix. Yeah, they and that's licensed IP. Licensed. Oh yeah. So, <sighs> I don't know, man. I can't yeah, wait to see what it does. It, it's cool. I, I mean, I wish him luck, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, think about it this way: say it it, t- it gets a moderate foothold and things, and people start. That's bringing PC gaming to the casual audience. Think of how better developers can make their games when they they can make everything like PC specs. You know what I mean? Yeah, It'd be cool. We'll see what happens. I mean, even if they just get indie games on it, if they put out like a no, they like need a, more than that. No, 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 no. But hear me out. Like if they put like a just if if they toned it down and went the opposite way, like just putting something out kind of good that was cheap. And then you just had indie developers put stuff on it. I mean, there's a there's a, a large group of people that just play indie games. Really yeah, is. but I mean, we just, uh, we just tried that and failed. Really? Yeah. Not to mention, Intellivision has a console coming out. I forgot about that. And their thing is largely uh, focused on indie devs. Oh. Hmm. So, I, I just I just don't think... You, you don't capture a mainstream audience with indie games. No, you're not going to get a mainstream audience. You're, you you're, get something. The, the problem with launching a console for indie games is that uh, console manufacturers often sell consoles at a loss and make up their profits on software sales. Oh. Exactly. So I didn't I mean, know that. And indie games are priced so low to begin with that uh, their, their margin on that's minuscule. If they're selling yeah. consoles, best case scenario, I want to say the best uh, like reported case of a, a console manufacturer selling a console was just breaking even. And I want to say Nintendo did that. Really? No, no, yeah, no, they don't sell for profit until like a couple years down the line when the technology and manufacturing has gotten cheaper. It could be. I mean, look at the Switch. I mean, you have so much stuff on it. 300 bucks. Well, 400 yeah. bucks, huh? It's 300 or 400 I always forget. 300. Um, 300? Yeah. I mean, touchscreen, all that shit. I neat. wish they would stop. I don't know. I feel what? like PlayStation, especially, if they would stop sinking money like into unnecessary features on their, on their shit. Like a touchpad yeah. on the controller, uh, the oh. PS Vita was a <laughs> PS Vita was a great piece of tech, but it had so much unnecessary shit, like a front and back touchscreen. Nobody <laughs> used that back touchscreen. <laughs> I didn't know they had that. I think they just throw all the stuff that to like hype it up, and then if they use it, they use it. I don't know. It it's kind of an unproven uh, studio talking about this. It's just I don't know. Yeah. Hey, more power to him. I hope it goes well. Um, but uh, I hope it rough. goes super well. It's gonna have to like every, the stars will have to align for them perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be rough. It's gonna be yeah. rough. Well, let's talk about video games. It got me hungry. Got you hungry? Oh, well, here's something for you. Oh, get on your and your iPhone with the iOS app while you're attending the University of the Pacific. And I'm on uh, my iPhone, and I'm signing up for <laughs> University of Pacific courses. And get that Pepsi snack bot to come send you some 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 sna- some nom noms. What now, JB? Yeah. Let me ask you, what is a PepsiCo snack bot? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. So the PepsiCo snack bot <laughs> is a snack bot created by PepsiCo. No, what? <laughs> it's a it's a six wheeled ice, <laughs> ice chest. It's an M shaped <laughs> game console with blurred out internals. <laughs> it's a P shaped game console. <laughs> we blurred out the snacks because we're still discussing them. Yeah. Um, Actually, inside the box is just the Pepsi Man. <laughs> There's a Pepsi Man? 
Pepsi Man. I can't can. remember what his name is, but there's like a Pepsi Man from like nineties Japanese oh, commercials. Oh, from the eighties. The 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 God, he was in Back to the Future. Shoot, I can't remember. Was his he? Name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was when he goes to the future. He's in like the old, like the 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 retro bar uh, soda oh, shop. Oh God, that's not him. But okay, that was a Pepsi guy, wasn't he? I thought that was he was just like a yeah. Um, wow. Pepsi Man had his own PlayStation One game. There was a. Is there another Pepsi Man that I'm not aware of? I'm pretty sure this is. It was like a Japanese mascot. It's just like a a, a muscular man in a bodysuit that's colored like <laughs> silver and blue. Okay, I don't remember that with the Pepsi I, logo on his chest. <laughs> yeah, so he lives in a snack bot. So this is like is really weird to me. I so um you you it's a it's a like a basically like a a rolling ice chest on six wheels that's all wheel drive so you can go over bumps and humps and thank god i'm so sick of my non-all-terrain ice chest (laughs) and then when it arrives you open it and you take your snack now one thing that's weird about it is first of all i thought they were just like roaming around the campus when i originally Mm -hmm. and then you would like flag it down kind of like mobile vending machines yeah like you you flip at the bird and it knows that oh flipping the bird that means that somebody wants a snack somebody wants a mountain dew Yes. No. Hey, we'll get Mountain to what's we'll snack, sir. We'll we'll get to what's inside the snack bot. All right. So, but I thought you flagged it down and and it rolls up and you put money in it opens up and it gives you a snack. But you have to order it on your phone. They've only made it that for iOS. So Android users, your shit, you're gonna starve. You're gonna starve. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it for you. Listen, Android users don't need the snack bot because uh, Android iOS always has a snack named uh, version release. Oh, that's true. You can just eat your phone. You can just eat your fucking phone. Yeah, um, Kit Kat. Um. Uh. So so you have to order it, and then and then apparently that campus is 175 acres. Jesus Christ. Which is yes, like holy shit. <laughs> so. So you, you you order your food and then you have to you, then you go meet it in fifty designated areas. So wait, across you to, you, <laughs> the yeah. way you said it, you order your food and then you go meet it. it sounds like a, a dating hookup app with it snack is. food. You're going to date the snack bot. It's the you're Tinder gonna, of Doritos. <laughs> you, know, you gotta swipe right on the snack bot. Fuck yeah, and always right. The snack bot swipes right on everyone. It's a little slack <laughs> slut. <laughs> Snack slut. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> now I can't publish this podcast because we have to trademark snack slut bots. Snack slut. Mm, come get your snack on. It gives snack you too slut. many snacks anytime you order it, and then you can't get rid of it. Um. So it's it's kind of weird. You have to go meet it in these spots. Why didn't they just put fifty vending machines in these? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't know. It, it's uh, well, like any of these things. This is probably just like a test. What do they call these things? Like product test areas? I forget what they call them. I know what you're talking about. But yeah, it's like when they tested surge at my junior high school. <laughs> yeah, and everyone they, got hyped up. They're just they're, they're testing the technology and stuff like that. Uh, I I assume they want to roll this out into like metro areas. Maybe so. Maybe so. But still, like it has to meet you at a spot. <laughs> like. I guess it cuts down on their cost, their initial cost, but I would think that the robot costs more than putting a. I think they're they're doing seventeen robots, seventeen robots, um, mm-hmm. and there's fifty areas, so they could either put fifty vending machines 
or they're putting what I don't know, one robot per what? What's fifty divided by seventeen? Three uh, purple. Three. I think fifty-one. Seven. <laughs> seventeen times three is fifty-one. So, um, so three robots per. I mean, you're you're only doing three spots per robot. You think you think three snack machines cost the same as a robot? Like I don't know. That seems kind of weird to me. No, it's definitely not cost effective. But uh, they're not doing this for cost. They're doing it for the hype. promotion. Yeah, ah. they're doing this so that Dingus is like us talk about it. I doubt this ever leaves like this campus for any reason. Because one, okay, uh, we both went to uh, local university college. Yeah. Do you remember how busy the name of it? Yeah, that was the name of it. A generic local university college. Yeah. Good old L-U-C. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> the mascots. That's, that's, that's the mascot. <laughs> the mascots are just, uh, well, never mind. I don't want to give too many details away, but I was going to say the mascot is pretty close to the human beings from uh, <laughs> Greendale. <laughs> um, there's no, how is that robot going to navigate like a busy quad? Well, it has a camera and headlights. But there's a... <laughs> Those fucking sidewalks and yard is usually packed with students rushing to class. And they were gonna and, kick that fucking thing over and and I don't it's know. Be, I, there's a lot of people like uh, skateboard and bike in colleges, right? As well as hacky sack. What? How the fuck is that thing gonna do with hacky sack games? I don't know. Maybe it's got it's got cameras that can officiate. It's gonna say, hey, somebody's gonna be like, hey, snackbot, can you toss me that frisbee? What's <laughs> snackbot gonna do? Does not compute and then orders a hacky <laughs> snackbot. <laughs> <laughs> um i don't get there's just no there's no fucking way this is viable there's no so way i hadn't found any any information to tell me if it, it is autonomous or not but i'm pretty sure it is um it seems like it would just be like geolocations yeah i mean this a, technology it a, is well it has a camera so it is acting as the like a self-driving vehicle but i mean it's just like a roomba you know what i mean mm. on a larger scale let's okay. self-navigate yeah because so. that that technology has existed for the past few years in hotels. Like a few hotels have been tooling around with the idea, but the hotel robots right. can do that because the hotel hallways don't have a thousand people going up and down them at any given moment. Yeah. Hmm. It says because it has headlights, it can drive in full darkness or rain. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> How dark does this campus get? This campus is so dark. Man, it's raining, but I really want like a little bag of potato chops. So I so my initial my initial disappointment was I was thinking I'd be sitting in Mr. B's math one seventeen class and then a fucking snack bot just comes knock down the door and delivers my fucking baked Cheetos. <laughs> Somebody's but, uh, gonna do that. But that's not what's gonna happen. I was not to was, mention it's college kids. Somebody's gonna steal these things. Oh, somebody's gonna spray paint the shit. Just out to of vandalize them. them, yeah. Yeah. Well it's in California, no one does that there. I'm joking. <laughs> they put razor wire on the goddamn street signs. Robots have rights too. <laughs> Robots a new gender. They're actually Decepticons. Uh, <laughs> Kill them. What I want to do is I want to. I wonder if this iOS app is like invite only, or if we can install it and try. You and have something. to have a Pacific, a University of the Pacific email address. I looked into that because I was like, Fuck. "Holy shit! I'm about to start ordering." All right, get on Craigslist. I'm sure we can get an email, like a student's a, email address. I could apply to that university real quick. I mean, they have to let me in. They have to. I'm a John. I want to. I want to test the limits. How fucking badass would it be? I order like the smallest bag of Dorito <laughs> chips, and like two weeks later, this little robot just shows up into my door, all disheveled. I think they can only run for like twenty. 
No, fuck that. This one gets struck by lightning <laughs> and becomes a Johnny, Johnny Six. Five. No, Johnny Six. It's the sequel. Jo- and Johnny he... Snack. <laughs> what is life? Why am I snack slut? I'm so full of snacks. I'm so full snack of snacks slut. for you, master. <laughs> the other thing, my other problem with it is, all right, you, from what I saw, you open the lid and there's an array of snacks. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I ordered the baked Cheetos, because I'm like, I love those baked Cheetos. Fuck then yeah. I open the lid, and it's baked Cheetos, and there's a life water. I'm like, I know those baked Cheetos are going to get me thirsty as a mug. Mm-hmm. So I grab that life water. Then Timothy comes. His life water's gone. It's gone. Like, it, how do they well, deal like, with that? I don't. They they just won't contain multiple orders, I assume. Oh. Uh, hmm. Or you know I what? I bet you. I bet you. I bet you. You're right. They will contain multiple items, but they have all your account information, and it will automatically uh, detect whenever something gets removed and just charge you for it. Probably off your phone, yeah. I think That's that's probably where they make the money is the upsell. It looked like it just had a bunch of shit in it, and you just open it, and you're like, nah, take whatever. That's probably what it is. It's probably got like little uh, sensors on there. It's like, oh, this fucking Pepsi was removed. (laughs) Ha ha. Another $2. (laughs) bitch. So um, the other interesting thing about it is they're putting their... Hello penis products in it. And their penis. <laughs> they're not putting they're not putting regular old Pepsi and Mountain Dew in this. These yeah, they suckers. Are. No. They're they not. just renamed it. Now it's Pepsi Fit. It's, it's their Hello Goodness snacks, which is their health snacks, which is Hello the bake, Pepsi. The, the bake stuff and the life water and the and the tea tea. No, what the no the t- yeah, the piss. <laughs> the, tea, the toddler the, word for piss. They're putting the piss. their toddler piss in it. <laughs> Everybody knows toddler piss gets you healthy. Everybody knows this is the number one ingredient in a mountain <laughs> toddler piss. Gets rid of your blood pressure and your uh, ED. Um, <laughs> so, but, I mean, it's, I, then, I, then I went down the rabbit hole of this Hello Goodness snacks from PepsiCo. And, like, it's the weirdest stuff ever. It's like 77% of the general population and 86% of 18 to 24 year olds find Hello Goodness appealing. It's not that, like, that they, they have nothing on there to say that it's healthier. It's right. Just like, it's just like, yo, dog, you will find this more appealing. <laughs> uh, Marketing is all about making people think your product is healthy, not actually making your product yeah. healthy. So they're even making Hello Goodness just vending machines, which they, they like, they're basically going the Apple route where they're making it all like white and clean looking. Mm-hmm. And everything is like, uh, uh, just looks like nice. So you think it's good and all the text is in green. So it's like, oh, it's environmentally friendly and good for my, my tum tum. And so yeah. you eat it. But in the real world, it's still like a fried potato, like <laughs> and some sugar water. But you know, uh, like color, like certain colors do set off certain reactions in our brain. Well, that's how it used to be, because that's why everything, everything with food had red, because red would make you uh, hungrier. Yeah. yeah. And but now they're going away from that. Now they're like trying to make it look like like the new Coke bottles that are like green with the we we have the sugar cane. Yeah, well, oh, like this, like goodness. yeah, this generation of consumers are more health conscious and stuff like that. But, but this stuff's not really health conscious. It's not, but they're, they're trying to make it people think. Yeah, it's the image of it. That's but uh, here's here's my whole issue. If I'm fucking lazy enough to use a robot to bring food to me, do you think I really care about the health benefits? <laughs> but it doesn't ring it to you. You still have to go walk to, to the meeting spot. Then why even have it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't. Ah, I saved myself twenty feet of walking. <laughs> 
just put a vending machine there. Unless it can come to my dorm room. Unless it can come to unless the it can library. Come. Unless it can come. Unless it Fucking can come. S- unless the snack slut comes. <laughs> it needs to be able to come behind the bleachers where I'm smoking weed and deliver <laughs> my munchies to me. Spicy munchies. It's all I need. And probably a big big bottle of, of some, some sweet sweet. Let me shorten that message too. It just it needs to come. <laughs> yeah, just, just cut out the rest of my sentence and just keep it as it needs to come. I'm gonna make I'm gonna re edit this whole thing to make you just sound like a huge robot person. Wait, what it wasn't slut bot, it was snack slut. Snack slut, yes. <laughs> I still I wanna make that website. Snack, snack. slut, the cum robot. <laughs> snack slut slut slack slut. <laughs> Words is hard, huh? Snack slut dot gov. <laughs> so, so we'll say we no can... we're in a government shutdown we can't use that gov. <laughs> that edu that edu they go learn a day uh, yeah shit it's, it's really funny um I, I went look at their press release and it, the way that they introduce this like the friendliest new freshman at the university of the pacific in california snacks the snack bot <laughs> snacks slut. <laughs> i'm so friendly <laughs> Baps eyelashes. <laughs> Baps big lace. <laughs> Don't you want to open me up and stick your hand inside of me? Licks lips. <laughs> they have like golf flags on it too. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it's 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 a it's got hobbies. Why can't I like golf? <laughs> no, it's labeled as the holes. <laughs> <laughs> It is, I mean, who doesn't like a good hole? Snack slut golf. You have to like snack th- slut loves. You have to throw the disc on it. You have to land it on the robot <laughs> in order <laughs> to go chase them down. University of the Pacific, get with me. I want to. We need to get these rules for uh, ultimate disc snack bot. University <laughs> of Atlanta, get with me for my idea for a coming robot called the Snack Slut. <laughs> Damn, they'll probably get with you sooner. With it's Coke. Good, with Coke. <laughs> Coca, Coca Cola, okay. bottling company. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, like hot, not Coke. Coco, the Pixar movie about little Mexican ghost boys. Oh, that too. I thought you meant we have like. Well, yeah, set. that too. Disney yeah. Pixar with Coco. Get with me about our robot called the Snack Slut. Snack Slut. So here's something, JB. Yeah. It's a brand new year, and that means a brand new year of. Um, snack slut. Snack slut. <laughs> it's the year of snack slut. <laughs> it is 2019, the year of our snack slut board. <laughs> and snacker. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, we got a whole new year. A whole new year of game releases to be disappointed by. And I am personally looking very much forward to it. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. This, this last holiday just kind of yeah. seemed... Like, none of the shooters interested me. Like, after Red Dead and um, Spider-Man were out, there was kind of nothing for yeah. me to look forward to anymore. So, but this year, I just I just made a small list of, like, some of the upcoming major releases in games. I'm not saying these are the best or, or anything like that. And I'm sh- I am I left a lot of things off, but these are just some, left of, the, all some of, of the biggest ones. Off. I left everything off, except so for are these games. That. These are games you're looking forward to, or these are just... Uh, just, just ones, not that I'm personally looking for. I'm, not all of them, anyway. Mm-hmm. Just a list of like some major ones. I didn't know if you had any thoughts on any of them or whatever. I, but, like, I have thoughts. The, the Resident Evil 2 remake. I don't yeah, know I if you've play ever them, played um, any of the Resident Evil games. Um, when I was younger. Um, I actually have... Well, yeah. what's, what's the one? Um, seven? Um, but mm-hmm. I, 
I've never played it. I need I'm to get always that so one, scared. I always, <laughs> I always, we Dude, played so it in the office scary, for right? land party like at two a.m. And then, like, I was like, oh shit, I don't want to leave, guys. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> and so every time I think about playing, it's like really late, and I'm like, I'm not gonna go to sleep if I start playing that shit. So I never play it. Uh, Resident Evil Two, the HD remake, is is uh, slated for a 2019 release, and it looks it looks gorgeous. I might actually play it. And Resident Evil 2 holds like a special heart in most like old school Resident Evil fans. Really? Yeah. That say holds like a the... special heart. Holds a special place yeah. in their heart. Yeah. <laughs> this is your heart. Well, um, I should have stuck with the heart thing because it's Zambis. Yeah. So that one was like probably like the the least scary one. It was. You played it. Yeah, I played it a little bit. That's the I... one with Leon, huh? Uh, Leon so... Kennedy, yes. Yeah. See, I'm, I've never played these games. I, I take it back. Resident Evil Four was the only one I played all the way through, and that was more action than scary, really. But uh, it was uh, like on the GameCube. I want to say it was a GameCube exclusive for a while. Uh, anyway, after that, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, which we uh, discussed a little bit earlier. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm kind of ready just for this one to come out. I played the first two play games. those games? I played the first you two when those? I was younger, huh. and I dug it. I don't like those type of games. It, it was okay. It was just kind of like mindless action things. It was more like a... Um, it's like, oh sweet, uh what other Disney characters are gonna show? Oh, Tron, awesome. Like That's what it is, just like It's Disney and, and like Final Fantasy if they had a baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I understand the concept. I just never really got like what why people like it. I've always heard the storylines are just like ridiculous. Oh, they're up their own ass, for sure. Oh, yeah. It's like a convoluted mess. Yeah. And but I don't know. It this new one definitely looks pretty and it might be something I could actually sit and play in front of the boys, seeing as how it's this one's like Got a huge roster of Pixar movies in it, like Toy Story yeah. and Monsters and stuff. That'd be cool. Uh, and then we also have Anthem on the list. Which... I thought that came out this year. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they just had like a, a closed alpha like last okay. month. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It looks like uh, like if you consider God of War the Thor of video games because of the axe throwing and retrieval yeah. system, this looks like the Iron Man equivalent. Really? Yeah, from what I've seen, it's pretty looks pretty good, man. I really hope they nail the execution, though. It's EA, right? It's uh, Bioware, yes, from yeah. the makers of Mass Effect. And this, a lot of people uh, are a lot of people are labeling this as like Bioware's last hurrah. It's like a, it's, it's a, it looks similar to um, Destiny Two to me. Yeah, but I look like it, Monster World. It is, but it, like imagine that, like locked in, yeah, like Monster Hunter World mm-hmm. mixed with Destiny. But locked in a third-person camera system. I don't mind third-person. I usually like it because I like cover systems. So I yeah, doubt this too. one has a cover system. Because this seems like a, a, a run-and-gun type game. It might. It all depends. I can't remember. It, it's like mm-hmm. a high... I, I, actually, I take it back. It might not be because it seems like more of those, like you said, run-and-gun, like high-mobility shooters. Yeah. It looks like it's like a, a holy triad type of uh, MMO, almost. Yeah. Like you have a tank, you have a support, you have a DPS, and then it's kind of... Yeah, they haven't really labeled like they've given uh, some details about some of the other classes, but not. They haven't gone into the minutia about how different mm-hmm. each one will play. I don't believe. But I mean, it, it looks it looks awesome. I I I agree with you there. I it just looks man, I awesome. Just... Will it be fun? Yeah, exactly. and it all depends on how they do the online integration. Like, how much fun will this be by yourself if none of your friends are online and so forth? Yeah. But yeah, I, the only thing I don't like. Flying seems to be the most fun part of it, and they limit it with a heat gauge. Now, I'm sure you'll be able to upgrade that to, like, mm. lessen the sting of it. Yeah. But, but why would you limit that? Like, you can not you can fly and shoot your guns, but you can't be, like, like uh, dashing through the air using your weapons. 
not from hmm. like the main class that I've seen anyway. Uh, after that's Metro Exodus, which I don't really have any thoughts on you. Uh, I played the other Metros, and I never actually beat them, but they were mm-hmm. pretty interesting games. I just I just suck at stealth stuff, and there were parts where you had to be stealthy, and I'm just, yeah. I, I'm just not a very good stealth player. I think their main system, too, is that bullets were also currency in that game. So you, yeah. you, you can just, like, randomly... Like, it, you no, have to think yeah. about your firefights. Yeah, you had to be really... And I did not. Yeah, I spent, I, like, all my money upgrading, like, one gun, I think. And I had no bullets <laughs> left for it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I get the appeal to that stuff, but like inventory management down to that degree just has never really been my, my jazz. No, it's not me either. But uh, after that, it's Crackdown 3. What's Crackdown? That's like- it's uh, one of uh, Xbox's major IPs. It's been dormant for like the last few years. I'm thinking APB. That's different. Yeah, no, it's way different. Crackdown 1 actually came out to be like a critical and commercial darling. Like, it was a pretty fun game. In the early days of open world, but uh, Crackdown was... Two, by the time that came out, it was very stale by open world standards. And uh, this yeah. one's been in development hell since the release of the Xbox One. Like this was an announced game, like a, a launch game for the Xbox One, and it's just really? coming out like at the tail end of the Xbox One's life cycle. Wow! But well, I it's do... good to see that they're putting the time in. Yeah, but I don't know how I feel about it. I'm worried it might be done to death. But and I wasn't interested in it at all until I saw like a recent gameplay trailer and it looks like they they tronified like uh you you remember the visual style of like Tron Legacy like line yeah. clean neon light lines everywhere mm-hmm. and and sleek vehicle designs with yeah they've they've gone that route with the visual style so now I'm back interested in it again hmm, that's and, cool I like Tron I love Tron me too I thought Legacy uh, got like an unfair shake but I thought I mean I liked them both I I like them both <laughs> I. I I own them both. I bought them both when yeah. Legacy came out. I think. I like. Yeah, I remember. I took you to see Tron Legacy. Yeah, yeah, we did go see it together. That's true. My problem with those movies. Okay, the first one was campy as hell, but that movie was like at the time a visual mind blower. Yeah, it was and the that's first, all the second like, one special was. effects movie really. Yeah, like and and the yeah. second one was too. But since the second one came out in a generation of like YouTube review critics, it, oh. it got shit on like mercilessly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you put Olivia Wilde in anything, and I will see it. I mean, yeah, I feel the same way about Jeff Bridges <laughs> and Jeff Bridges. <laughs> the powers combined. They should have got Christ. Jeff Bridges from True Grit, though. <laughs> just, <laughs> no, from... <laughs> just like an old slurry cowboy talking about technology. Grit. <laughs> I'm trying to picture it in my mind. I've never watched that movie. I need to True watch Grit. Movie. Yeah. God damn it! We're stopping the podcast. And we're gonna. Get I love it. I love Western movies. I've never seen that one for some. It's it's really good. It's really yeah. Good. I heard it. I it's, heard it's, it's 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 a slow burn though. Just mm. FYI. Yeah. Um. Then after that, the Division Two, which I know you probably don't care about at all. Well, I I, I enjoyed the Division, mm-hmm. especially when they did the update. Um, I just couldn't find anyone to play it. So I mean, playing it alone was kind of like meh. Yeah, and so I just lost interest in it. And then the other thing was when it came out, and and I mean they kind of fixed it now. But when it first came out, like you had to min max everything, you had to play a certain style, or you just sucked. Yeah, um, and that was annoying to me. Well, see, um, I, f- I found that it just really didn't matter what like class you went. No, you had to go. I mean, you had to go submachine gun. I mean, that's what did everything. Yeah. Um. And I liked I liked the cover play and and suppressing and that just didn't work at all in in PvP. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, uh, it's kind of useless. News news update: 
It's just been discovered that J- uh, Jeremy's into cover play. I love cover play. Yeah, so I'm edging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cover play and um, snack slut. I'm interested. Uh, I had a blast playing through that game with you. But yeah. when we got to the end game, it was kind of like... Well, it's gotten better now. It really has. I mean, I think you played with me um, once with the we underground stuff. We went back stuff. to it, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, after that, one I'm really looking forward to is Last of Us 2. I never played those. Yeah, I'm uh, not really into zombies at all anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, that, that game looks so fucking good. I've the first really one good. was incredible. Yeah. Um, after that's Rage 2, which hey. just kind of got like a Thor Ragnarok vibe going on with the visuals. Really? Um, did you play the first one? Mm, yeah. I found it to be largely forgettable. Yeah. It wasn't amazing, huh? Yeah. Well, that one got a lot of attention because it was coming from id, the old developers of Wolfenstein and stuff like that. So yeah. they had some pedigree. But I felt like the gunplay felt kind of The gunplay was stale and all, and the driving was abysmal. But like the yeah. game garnered a lot of attention because early screenshots looked amazing. They were using like id tech. Yeah. And the visuals on it were incredible for the time. The world was cool. I enjoyed the world. But. Yeah. yeah. That that one had a lot of potential. It yeah. just didn't live up. But uh, nope. speaking of living up to potential, Doom Eternal is the last one I've got on the list. Uh, have it's you not played... the last one you have on the list. Uh, <laughs> but... It is definitely not. And <laughs> I added one. But... Look at that page break. You still anyway. have one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I meant to say was third from the bottom of the list, Doom Eternal. <laughs> um, Did you play the last Doom? No, I did not. I don't think I would enjoy it. Um, I'm just not into those types of games that much. Like those fast-paced shooters. Yeah, I like. It's I tried hard. playing the the Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. Someone gave it to me, but I mean, I played it for a few hours, but I just you know, it, Doom, it, it became mundane. It felt like a job. Doom is like I'm with you on those Wolfenstein games, but something about that Doom remake game is just it's not. I don't think it's a remake. But that's neither here nor there. It, it's like. It's it's the video games with like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies where it's in uh in it's the eighties. It's just action, 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 action. It's action, action but right? it's unabashedly badass and just dude, like the, it, maybe the I should I the, can give it a try. Maybe I should give it a try. I think they I'm have a demo. It. But really it, it's just like a pedal to the metal constantly. It's not it's it's when you break it down in individual things it doesn't sound that great, but it's it's a game that is like greater than the sum of its parts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, like, you're just running through there. You're mowing down enemies. Like, there's fucking badass metal guitar riffs happening. And whenever you, uh, like, do certain (laughs) moves on an enemy, like, you do these, uh, I feel like, instant kill melee moves on them and stuff like that. There's, like, certain. Hmm. It's like Bullet Storm. Would you say it's like that? I would say it's like that times times 11. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, give it a shot. I mean, you'll know within the first like couple yeah, hours. Yeah, there's a demo. I'll give it a shot. Um, but like you're just you know you're, you're the you, biggest dick in the universe, and you're just <laughs> mowing through all these hell be- hell beasts, man. I didn't realize it was an autobiography. For yeah. You. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one on the list, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. So what is that? This one's coming from CD Projekt Red, who are the developers of The Witcher Three. So it has garnered a lot of attention and seems like I've I've read about it, but I didn't really know too much about it. Oh man. Uh, Like I've seen a lot of shit about it. They, uh, they were giving like a closed door demo, like hands off demo at Mm -hmm. uh, E3 this year. And it showed like basically like an hour of gameplay. And um, it, 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 it it is loaded with systems, like choice based systems for sure. And uh, I suggest they've since released that footage. 
because yeah. uh, well, initially I think they were just kind of timid because uh, when they first announced The Witcher Three, they had to scale back the graphics just for like the hardware that it was releasing on, and they showed mm-hmm. like in development like, and, and when games are in development, they they shoot for the stars and scale back to to match specs after, and, yeah. and people got super upset with them because the graphics didn't look as good. Oh. So I think they were just kind of uh, hesitant to do that again this year. But uh, they've since released that gameplay footage, just like an hour long of, of footage. And they explain like, okay, now here we went with this choice, but you could have chosen this. And these are the sorts of like ripple effects it would have had for the rest of wow. your playthrough. they get through all that? I hope it doesn't spoil it. No, no, no. They just want you to know like, okay, they're, they're uh, like early on in the thing, you and another guy are like uh, fighting your way through this dingy like cyberpunk hotel mm-hmm. room. I, I say that just so you could kind of picture the visual when you think a cyber like futuristic sci-fi cyberpunk hotel you know what i'm talking about yeah. and um they find like a uh the fifth element yeah and they find like a pasta exactly exactly like the fifth element really i don't think about it but uh they they find like a passed out woman's body in the thing and you could try and um like give her a little bit of life support because everybody's super uh i forget the term they use but everybody's got like robotic parts and shit installed into them now like augmented. yeah augmented yes and uh, and they're like, uh, now we did this. You could have chosen to let her die, or chosen this, or maybe the battle went a different way. Or, and just, like, there's so many different. Uh, I don't know how they're gonna pull it together in the writing. They did mm-hmm. it. They did a good job in The Witcher Three with like uh, branching paths and, and player choice. I've heard we'll that's see how really they did good. This I one. thought about getting The Witcher Three. I don't know if I would enjoy it though. It's it's a very slow burn. It took me a long time to appreciate that game. I'll say that. Yeah, man, I'm I'm super excited. I'm I'm on board with everything that 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 game's going on. Like from uh, what <laughs> they say in that preview to the visual art style, like, yeah. it's like Blade Runner and Fifth Element had a baby. And it's coming out this year. Uh, they're shooting for. I want to say they're shooting for a 2019 release, but I don't know if they've nailed it down yet. Yeah. But I mean, they they should take all the time they need for it. I know they they've at least said that they're planning for this console cycle's release. So. Yeah. And then I see you've added to the bottom of the list the Outer Worlds, which Outer was Worlds. one that was just recently announced at the Game Awards. I'm very excited for that one. So you tell me about this one. Uh, so it's it looks like it's a mashup between, in my opinion, uh, Borderlands and like Fallout. Um, right. And I think it's made by people that used to work on the Fallout games. Yeah, I, I would even know. throw Bioshock into that mixture. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like the, the writing, I mean, like the, 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 trailer they put together was just like really fucking good. Um, I, it was from the original fallout developers, correct? I believe like so. when, when it, fallout was like an isometric game. I think so. It's, it's, it's someone from there. Um, I mean, it could just take one person. They could take like, <laughs> I know. I hate that cause shit. They, they, yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to, unless you know, and I don't really know. So. Um, we have the team members who worked on the original Fallout. It's just like the custodial crew. It's the it's the the, the like um, executive assistant. Um, <laughs> but like, it looks really good. And if they pull it off, like I mean, it looks like it would be really great. So, yeah, um, I'm pretty excited about that one. It's supposed to come out this year. I just looked it up because I totally forgot if it's it coming does, out this year. It does. It does look great. But they here's the thing with like uh, announcing that stuff with like so little details. Is that yeah. they better come out with some new details soon, or they're going to run into the No Man's Sky issue? Because I, I, I believe, and I may be wrong in this, I believe it's a small team working on this, so it's mm, not going to be. So. It's drawing a lot of comparisons to like Fallout mm-hmm. and, and and stuff like that, and I don't think it's going to be as big as everybody expects. No, I'm, I, I think it's going to be similar to Rage. 
Um, yeah. But if they can make a rage that plays well and has the comedy that they had in that trailer, I mean, I'm, I'm down for it. And I, I remember why it's it's getting that Bioshock comparison because it has like those old timey ads in a futuristic setting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's another thing. It's like you go to the edge of the galaxy and it's all been bought out by like corporations. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty funny. We'll see how they do. I'm I'm curious about it, but I'm I'm trying to temper my expectations. Yeah, because I feel like they announced maybe with too few details, maybe a little too early mm-hmm. for being like a small unprovenish team. If you had to choose now, what game? If you could only buy one game in 2019, and you had to choose now, Cyberpunk 2077. Really? Hell yeah! You had no hesitation. All the fucking way, dude. I, because CD Projekt Red, yeah, is so anti-developer for a developer. Like they've coming out, they've come, <laughs> developers, well, they, developers, developers. They're the like they'd be one of the few developers tell you like don't pre-order our fucking game wait till it comes out. It doesn't make any sense to pre-order a game. I, I'm it, done. It doesn't. Not in today's age. Nope. Um, but like they were so they're they're so anti microtransaction. Mm-hmm. They're so against charging people for like lame DLC and shit like that. Really? They will hold hold stuff back until it is ready for release. They don't believe in releasing broken shit and then trying to patch it up later. They did like, all this for The Witcher Three. They did all this for The Witcher Three. Like they not to say they didn't patch issues and stuff like that. But uh, I believe they might have delayed like The Witcher 3's release by about a year or so because they wanted to make sure everything. And the DLC that came out was priced yeah. competitively on the market, like fifteen to twenty dollars per DLC. They released two of them. Those mm-hmm. DLCs almost doubled that game. Really? Yeah. And those were quality fucking DLCs. Like that is the high Man. water mark of game support. You made and- me want to try Witcher 3, and you're getting me all pumped up over the Cyberpunk 2077 stuff now. Yeah. I would next time Witcher Three is on sale, dude. Pick it up. Really? Like, uh, how much do you like high fantasy? Well, see, I like stuff like that. Like, um, like I just watched The Hobbit, mm-hmm. the trilogy, to, like yesterday, actually. Yeah. Um, while I was making my D and D character, I thought it'd be good to watch The Hobbit, so that's what I did. Um, but like, I was thinking of getting like a Kingdom Come Deliverance. But right. would you say that Witcher Three would be better than Kingdom Come Deliverance? I think so. Because really, I'm. I'm not a huge high fantasy uh like fan. Mm-hmm. Like I, I never really got into the like I like Skyrim okay. You like the but, okay? Dude, I used to play Skyrim a lot. <laughs> I, I liked it fine. I, I it was the setting that did it like I will take yeah. Fallout over Skyrim just because of the setting any day of the week. I do like that that post apocalyptic um setting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that stutter like five minutes long and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like that retro futuristic art style. Like yeah. that alternate, like what if science went more nuclear in the well, That's what the outer worlds looks like to me. Yeah. But it, it, anyway, I digress. So I, I don't care for high fantasy, but they fucking sell you on that shit in that game. It's like most, cause most high fantasy stuff's like, all right, we have a, a, a lion dragon and it exists <laughs> because it does. And that's the way it is. Cause magic. Like they expl- like everything gets explained away in like one or two cents because of like potions and mat- no dude they fucking sell you like uh, these are drowners and they live here and they do this and they they became hmm. about because of it like everything is super f- like they did their research and they they make you think that like this shit could be real because they explain it so much it, not in your face but like mon- like uh, uh, if you want to play that game on the setting that they would like you to play it on yeah. Uh, 
like it's almost kind of Dark Souls esque. You you never it's not a hack and slash. You're gonna get in plenty of sword battles, but you can't get you can't get careless with it. Oh, I'd rather it be. I mean, easier. of course, there's that low level fodder enemy, like the uh, what are, the drowners or whatever they're called. Like yeah. that shit, you can handle. But it's not afraid to put like put put challenges on you just when you're roaming about in the world and stuff. But whenever you're you're hmm. fighting like uh, like griffins or something like that, there's usually a little lead up to it, and it wants you to prepare for that fight. It wants you to have like you can craft oils and stuff to go on your blade. That like uh, like if you research the monster, you can find out its weaknesses and stuff, and you could craft a potion that will give you an advantage in that fight. Hmm. Granted, there are settings you could drop down to if you don't feel like getting that deep into it. Yeah, but they're pretty good about that. But they're and and that's the thing too. They're not afraid to let you like okay, you don't want to do that stuff that we put in the game. That's fine. You don't have to. That's cool. Yeah, but like they go they go in hard on the lore is what I'm saying. Yeah. The older I get, the more I just like easy games that I I feel like a badass. So uh, same. Yeah, I've got I've got a piece I want to do with you on that about gaming gaming uh, when you're older. But yeah. We'll save that for next week if if there's no no, no no other news stories. But like hey. they and they supported the hell out of that game. Yeah, no, you make you you make me want to be their snack slut. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> like I cannot say enough things about like good things about The Witcher Three, even though like tonally and stuff like that game didn't hit hit on all cylinders for me all the time, just because I'm not the hugest high fantasy fan. Mm-hmm. But like I got deep into the story. And they don't waste your time with side quests. Every side quest in that game is masterfully written. There's a reason. It's not just like oh, I lost my cat. Can you find my cat? <laughs> no, it's it's when you meet a when you meet a side quest person, you feel like this is a real person who is in this real world. Hmm. He's not just NPC number five forty seven. Like it's yeah. it's man. I might fire it up again. <laughs> I started doing another playthrough like a, a few weeks ago with beard and all that stuff. No. I, I, kind of well, I remember you streaming from... it. I watched you stream it and I was interested in it. Yeah. Um, some new games came out and I got sidetracked and that, that game has some very like, it also holds the high watermark for like video game writing when in, in open world anyway. Really? Yeah. I might yeah a lot of people talk about the bloody Baron quest to this day. Like when open world games come out, like a lot to of quests are like, yeah, like a uh, journalist will like, well, it's no bloody Baron quest, but it's pretty good. Yeah. So anyway, JB, I've got a new segment for us. It's called the Soldier Update. <laughs> it's time for some Soldier news, boys. Um, so <laughs> Soldier Boys Soldier Game Console. I don't know if we've talked about it before. Um, has garnered a yeah. lot of attention on the webosphere. Mm-hmm. Uh. And a lot of people were tweeting at him, to which Soldier Boy famously tweeted back, I ain't scared of no Nintendo or any of those YouTube <laughs> slang word for <laughs> a homosexual person <laughs> making negative videos about me. Twitchy immediately removed the tweet and went radio silent on the Soldier Game Console for a while. And within the last week, the Soldier Game Console is no longer for sale. It's not on Soldier Watch anymore? Nope. <clears throat> and apparently he is afraid of Nintendo because he tweeted out, um, sorry, I had to, bo- only, the only comment he made on it was, sorry, I had to boss up, shrug emoji. <laughs> <laughs> he took off all He took off all his gaming consoles. He took off all his gaming consoles, and I want to say Nintendo has been cited directly as being one of the main reasons, like litigation from them. So he may, I don't know if he's being sued or if they threaten to sue him, but I guess we'll find out in the coming months. 
Yeah, you probably had to take it down immediately. It's probably like a... That's all right. You can find any of his other quality soldier products like the soldier pods or the soldier watch. At soldierwatch.com. Soldier watch. I like it. Anyway, that's yeah. all I got on the soldier update this week. <laughs> that's all we need. All right. <clears throat> so let's do um, review crew. Review crew. Yeah, do you like it? Because it's review crew. If you like a review, we got one for you. <laughs> Kiss by review on the face. Ooh, more I get of you, the five stars I see. Yeah. People right. love it when you sing on a podcast. Yeah. They love it when you sing. People sing. love it when I sing on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, my first review mm-hmm. is for is it Nestle or Nestle? I've never. It's Nestle, right? You're not being serious. You're not going to open review crew with that joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nestle. Um, it's Norstal. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's for Nestle's Toe House chocolate chip cookie ice cream sandwich, six ounce, 12 count. Hold and on. You had me you, salivating at Review Crew. <laughs> Look out. You have the picture up? Uh huh. Look how much sweet, delicious ice cream is in the middle of that. Oh, I've had those before. Really? Oh, a long time ago. Yeah. They weren't, I, I didn't know bad. they existed. They look. They were pretty fucking good, from what I remember. <laughs> pretty good, huh? Let me scroll down to six customer reviews. Yeah, we only have six customer reviews, but two of them, I think, are, are, are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Is it the first one from Deborah Washington one with is. a one star review that just says "okay" in the title and then "okay" in the review? <laughs> that was pretty good too. It's pretty <laughs> succinct. Um, the other one star review is from Jackie Harris, who's like really wanted some ice cream. I'll and give they it ordered ice cream. And then, it, you know, they have, they have Amazon Prime, so they have to wait two days for the ice cream to arrive. And then when it arrives, <laughs> they got chicken nuggets. <laughs> they ordered ice cream, and they got chicken nuggets. <laughs> Bonus, I guess. <laughs> I didn't but know so, Amazon was just like a mixed grab bag of shit. You want some frozen <laughs> shit, Jackie? <laughs> Take this. This is what oh, you get. I, I wonder if there's some good chicken nuggets. Because, like, you know if you get, like, those, like... Well, like, I mean, nobody I gets pissed about getting, like, the premium chicken nuggets. Yeah, it's good ch- yeah. <laughs> If I were a Toll House cookie and I get, like, fucking great value chicken nuggets, I might be a little perturbed myself. How, how much is this? Oh, this is $46. How much? How much? It's got to be a case. This has to be for, like, resellers. But I'm just curious. How many chicken nuggets does she get? <laughs> Hopefully at least 12, because this was a 12-count box. $46 worth of chicken nuggets is quite... A lot of chicken nuggets, depending on the quality of the chicken nuggets. But we're assuming the quality is poor, because Jackie is pissed. I ordered ice cream, and I got chicky nuggies. (laughs) Got them nuggies. Um, She already had chicken nuggets. She just wanted dessert. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I ordered chicken nuggets the same day. Now I've got too many chicken nuggets. (laughs) I got all these chicken nuggets. So she had to dip some of the chicken nuggets in chocolate sauce. Like an idiot. That sounds horrible. (laughs) Um, so my next review is from McBob TV. Oh, I'm excited about this one. You're excited about this one. So I think his title is like he tried to give like uh, uh what's the what you call did he that? try to like review his own review? I think so. He tried to give a review of his own review in a title. Mm-hmm. He it's like a blurb, like a like a film critic blurb. Yeah, says, a modern late night comedy monologue in frozen novelty format. Cue laugh track. <laughs> Rem- remind me to edit in the laugh track. Yeah. 
as uh, so he goes on to say, what can I say about the pointless, atrocious, atrocious, half-hearted Toll House ice cream cookie sandwich? I don't know. How, how about you tell us? What can you say? <laughs> Anyone who has ever had a Toll House ice cream cookie sandwich, not me, but you apparently, mm-hmm. knows it is an uninspired shelf space filler product route of chemists, accountants, and lawyers. <laughs> now, what? I did what? have one, and it I do remember it being a little heavy on the accountants. Yeah. With a, so a like, mild aftertaste of chemists and lawyers. You got the, you got the initial taste. Mm-hmm. On the front of your tongue of the accountants, and then in the left and right back, you got the chemists and lawyers because that's how the tongue works. Right. Um, like that, that, those lawyers are hitting that umami part of your tongue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that umami taste. Yeah. Um, it is an, an amorph- amorphous, sticky, sickly, sweet, tasteless, and substance free, formulaic mess of corn syrup, cynicism, oblivious hypocrisy, and resignation. <laughs> I will tell you, all right, listen, McBob TV, I will tell you what is oblivious hypocrisy, calling something sickly sweet and tasteless. Yeah. One comma apart from each other. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, God. And how is it going to be sticky if it's substance free? You know, if it's got, if it's sticky, it's got those substances. You can't oh, tell I, me it's I get it free. now. He made the next sentence. I'm going to go ahead and read it, if you don't mind. It, it is a modern, uh, late-night comedy monologue in frozen novelty format. He picked his what he considered the highlight of his review and made it it's a... It's thesis statement. I'm going to report abuse on McBob TV. <laughs> it's his thesis statement. I'm going to report it permanently. It's his thesis statement. He put it as a title. He uh-huh. he took English 101. Mm-hmm. Um, and, made, and he made a B. A B minus. But it's because he was so... In- he was working so hard on this review for these these chocolate chip cookie sandwiches. I know what it is. What he he had a college. This is a college student. He had a professor, who whose uh, project for the class was to review one Toll House product negatively <laughs> in the most overblown <laughs> and unnecessary manner possible. This and professor he, he t- hates Toll House. <laughs> this this professor was touched inappropriately by his uncle. <laughs> Uh, Milton H. Tollhouse, uh, <laughs> famous founder of Tollhouse Cookies. Yeah, he touched him right in his ice cream sandwich. Uncle Milton, and he's like, "You always get on there, y'all review Tollhouse negatively." Is this the second podcast with Uncle Milton in it. <laughs> did I did I say Uncle Milton? I don't know. I think you said Milt. I don't know. We need to start lining these sponsors up before yeah. we talk about them in the podcast. <laughs> Come on, give us contact us. Um, anyway. You don't know where to contact us, but do it. Uh, yeah, just, do it. Just get with my snacks. Let she'll let you know details. Contact um, us. Just mail your business card anywhere, <laughs> and we'll we'll get just in touch. Drop it, it in. Yeah. Drop it in someplace. We've got hands everywhere. We've got hands. Um, he goes on to say, <laughs> "If this is the only chocolate chip ice cream sandwich you've ever had, is it the only one you've ever had?" Uh, no, I've had no. two of these probably. You've had two of these, not nope. at the same time, but I probably a mega sandwich. Oh my god! I want to say it left man. like a positive image in my mind, and I got it again one time, and was <laughs> equally as delighted. So, well, do yourself a favor. I will and, and try one. the reboot of the original Chip Witch, a product Nestle bought and killed to further this flavorless pretender. Heck, even do Klondike's Mrs. Fields ice cream sandwich. Don't settle for this drink. Aha! So he works for Klondike. That's we what it is. Found it out. He is Mrs. Fields and Mr. Klondike. 
Yeah, the Ming Bob. It's twenty eighteen. He can be whatever brand he wants. Yeah, his yeah. Don't judge him. Don't settle for this Drek. What is Drek? Uh, I believe it's a race in Mass Effect. It's a race of alien. It's a. It means trash or rubbish. I'm gonna edit that laugh track back in whenever <laughs> I made that Mass Effect joke. <laughs> and then yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna record Mitch laughing and, and edit that in too. <laughs> Even though he wasn't on this episode. I was looking up stuff in the dictionary. So I, I know you were. <laughs> but yeah, that's the reviews for. Toolhouse chocolate chip cookies. But certainly that's not the only reviews you have for me tonight. No. I have uh, reviews for Nabisco. Famous chocolate wafers. We all know about them. We've They're all famous. seen them. How They're could you famous. not? They're the famous chocolate wafers. They're the, the, uh, Monty, they're the Monty Mep of uh, Snack Delights. I don't know who Monty Mep <laughs> That's a callback to the beginning of the episode when we uh, said Johnny Depp should brand himself for the Mad Box. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That was years ago. We've been recording this podcast over 20 years. Um, yeah. So <laughs> the first review is for BDLC. It's from BDLC. Do it, BDL. Gives them one star. What? Titled Strange Odor and Taste. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, or he says, or she says. Is this says, a review about me? or Yeah. It says <laughs> all three packs of cookies smelled strongly of some kind of fuel and tasted uh-huh. very strange. I threw them out. Why would you? Okay, that's just a special feature. You could crumble those and put them in your gas tank for fuel. <laughs> that fuel, that, the fuel that BDLC is talking about is chocolate. Okay, no, BDLC <laughs> has never had chocolate before, and he just felt like it smelled like fuel. It's the fuel. chocolate, chocolate being an anagram for like combustible hydrogen. <laughs> that is a <laughs> long anagram. Oh my god! I'm telling you, they soak them in 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 fuel or, or petrol for our European listeners, and it's it's a great snack or emergency fuel supply. You just throw it in the car. I mean, you gotta you gotta break them up a little bit, and then you just shove them in the gas tank. You gotta pop the the screen off your gas tank. Well, you chew them up and you spit you spit yeah, them like, out as like, like a, a mama slurry. bird. Yeah, you yeah. have to caca and you just like <laughs> get regurgitated into your gas tank. <laughs> yeah, make sure that the gas tank can can absorb the fuely goodness. Uh huh. Yeah, he bought the wrong. He brought he brought he bought the fuel flavored ones, like some sort of asshole, and then yeah. blame on them, and then blames it on the chocolate. Blame it on the chocolate. Cho- 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 I don't do get it. that reference. <laughs> it's probably good. <laughs> seems like <laughs> seems like a, a lot of uh, a lot of these reviews are based on the shipping. And as lo- I was gonna say, viewers, as listeners of this podcast knows, I am hugely into that. You that haven't been recording video this whole time. Yeah, oh. it's mostly in my crotch. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I like this person's review because they give you a, a, a play-by-play of their entire day. Uh, R. Natali gives a one-star review. Hold up. <laughs> All right, let's come back to that one star later on. Um, you know, they went to college because they used semicolons. They say the wafers are great. Uh, required to make a refrigerator roll cake for my son's 21st birthday. In the shape of 21. Gosh, oh, yeah. so fucking clever. What? Gangster. You went to college, you used semicolons, and you're so goddamn clever with your goddamn... She's the soldier boy of games, uh, of uh, cakes. <laughs> the only thing that would have been more clever is if she made the cake in 
um, in the shape of in the shape of her making the cake in the shape of twenty of a a jack a jack and 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 an ace card because then it'd be like you got twenty one get it yeah yeah no if she made the cake in the shape of a DVD copy of the movie uh twenty one starring the guy from uh what was that Facebook movie is that. Is it Jim Carrey's movie and he took out two people? <laughs> no, I'm telling you, there's like a black there's a movie? I'm pretty sure. Uh, oh. Movie 21. Is that? Called. I thought yeah, that it's was a, one. It's a 2008 film. Is that where they count cards? Jim Sturgis and Kevin Spacey. Of course. Yeah, that's where they count cards. Yeah. That was called 21? It would be in the shape of Kevin Spacey. <laughs> it would be... 21 in the shape of Kevin Spacey's. Kevin Spacey's. Um, 21 Kevin Spacey's, just so he gets the movie <laughs> reference. They are hard to find on store shelves these days, a lifesaver. But she gave it one star. <laughs> Unlike maybe. myself, who was found on store shelves hard. Maybe, maybe, and you're not a lifesaver. Maybe she thinks one star. <laughs> you don't know thinks, me, man. <laughs> maybe she thinks one star is the best. Maybe. Maybe but it was we opposite know she day went to college. Made, yeah. Maybe it was opposite day. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. Uh, check this one out from Mrs. Sardelli. Two stars. Not what I expected. There is an aftertaste. Well, that's just bonus flavor. That's two flavors for the price of one. <laughs> yeah, you get that, that sweet aftertaste. Maybe that. Maybe she was confused by the star system too. That's why she gave it two stars for the two flavors. Yeah. It's like, hmm, what's that? Mm, that's famous chocolate. Mm, what's, Good and better. Oh, what's that? That's the infamous chocolate. <laughs> This person has, okay, I've got another one star from Audrey Keller, uh-huh. who just cannot complete a, a single thought. It, it's bad, 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 totally shattered, five periods, dust, five periods, poor packing, five periods, <laughs> no packing, really, just thrown in the box. Um, does she mean the cookies were just thrown in the box? No, no. I don't even know. I don't even know if she knows what she's talking I about. I think she's writing a song, and the, the, the dot, dot, dot is, is a rest. It's a, I think it's... she's, like, dictating to her Amazon Alexa, like the review, <laughs> and somehow she got it to sync up with, like, the, the gaps in her thoughts. Yes, and that's exactly. what all the, That's what the five periods are for. She just says period. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon Alexa. Uh, uh, my, bad, my bad, mom. bad. Totally shattered. Period, 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 period. My mom uses the um, the text, uh, the speech, speak to text, speech to text function uh-huh. on her phone, and to put a period at the end of a sentence, you say period. Right. And I was like, well, what if you want to put the word period? What do you say then? And she's like, no, it puts a period. <laughs> I was like, no, I know, but what if you want it? <laughs> so maybe she was just trying to put it, get the, get it to say the word period, and it just kept she just sends you a text that just says. <laughs> I'm on my, and then just a period at the end of the sentence. <laughs> so she kept trying and just kept winning all those periods. That's what happened. I know. I used to do that, too. And if it was something exciting, I would have to say the words exclamation point at the end. And it made me feel really weird. Because <laughs> I'm never excited about anything anymore to actually use the words exclamation point. <laughs> It almost sounds like it's like period. it needs a it needs a cooler word like loud period or something like that. <laughs> there was a there was a few um there was a few people that tried to come up with different types of exclamation points. You should do some research on it. It's pretty weird. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, it's really strange. Like here, look, K no. No insulation, loud period at the end. 
<laughs> so that's so much better. That's so much better than exclamation point. Uh, Jerry Littlejohn gives it one star, titled his review one star, fittingly, and says, I love these cookies for making cakes. A family tradition. They arrived very broken. So I'm assuming he's talking about his family. His family arrives no, it, to his house. They're broken. Just, <laughs> they need the cakes. Very broken emotional states. Yeah. yeah. They, need, they need the cakes to rebuild themselves to feel better. I don't know why he gives it one star. <laughs> if it helps his family that much. I know, right? He doesn't understand the review situation either. Here's one from Mary's five star Faymor Wafers. <laughs> I chose this rating because I can no longer find these wafers in the grocery stores I frequent, but was able to get them from you. The price was higher than it should be, but I didn't care because I needed them for a recipe I wanted to try. I needed these. I was also forced to buy four boxes, but again, I did not care. Someone else might and would probably not purchase them. They arrived in perfect condition and before the time deadline. What the fuck? What? She's just giving helpful advice to the seller. I think you have helpful advice. She's the seller she, and their famer wafers. She's putting that one star just to get the sellers like. No, this was five stars. Oh, it was five stars. Okay. Yeah, she, and four people found that helpful. Well, yeah. Including the seller, I guess. <laughs> I just go through and mark every one of them helpful. Because if you took the time to fill out a review. It and helps you were being helpful, a helpful Harry. Yeah, helpful, helpful uh, snack slut. <laughs> <laughs>